Happy July, everyone. Today is July 8th, 2023. This is podcast number 50. I'm Paula Bach, author of Rescue the Teacher, Save the Child. I retired from teaching in 2017, and most of you know, yes, I was actually fired from teaching in 2017. But in spite of that, I still love writing about my 46 years in the public school system. As always, please hit the subscribe and share buttons at any time, and do leave a comment. I'd love to hear your thoughts. As you listen today, you have the right to question why a retired educator, such as myself, would speak on America's 21st century alphabet of axioms. And yes, I do like alliteration. Here's the challenge. As I proceed through my truths, and I'm sure you can think of appropriate truths as well for each letter, I will draw a correlation between each axiom and how it negatively affects today's educational system. But more important, I'm going to give you solutions. The poster on my podcast reads, Teacher Trauma Does Matter. We cannot expect to attract educators with integrity to a broken system. Any quoted resource is hyperlinked to the direct source. You can find that on my blog by the same title, America's 21st Century Alphabet of Axioms, The Correlation and Solutions to the Decline of American Education, Part 1. The next poster on my blog reads, As soon as you feel too old to do a thing, do it. What a stupid time to be alive. Please take time to read the previous blog and or listen to the previous podcast. Both of those are hyperlinked on my blog in order to understand the intent of this one. The challenge, I do feel too old to address the concerns of American education, but I'm doing it anyway. What are my American alphabet axioms? Abortion, borders, Christians, debt, education, fentanyl, girls, homelessness, Iran, judicial system, knowledge, lies, marijuana, national anthem, opioids, phobic, quid pro quo, racism, socialism, teachers, Ukraine, violence, woman, xenophobic, youth, Zelensky. Before I address the impact of A through H, and you will hear that today in part one, I am mindful of the last week in June and the historic week it was for education and the rulings by the U.S. Supreme Court. Historic in the sense that the court followed the precepts of the Constitution and struck down affirmative action and student loan bailouts. The liberal conversation would have you believe that our systemic racist country has once again oppressed students of color in both decisions. Two of the best conservative summaries regarding the last week in June events were, number one, you cannot fight racism with racism. Number two, America's K through 12 public schools need to be overhauled so that all students of any race will not only succeed, but will not be dependent on the government for that success. So let's dive into my perceived axioms, how they affect our educational system and the viable solutions. Abortion. 
Abortion is a reactive approach to birth control. At one time, abortion was espoused by this country's leaders as only to be used in cases of incest, rape, or health of the mother. Fast forward to a country that affords over 600,000 abortions per year in a time where birth control is readily available. Solution. It's time to ensure comprehensive sex education in an academic atmosphere of the country's middle and secondary schools. Now, before you frantically shout at your screen in disagreement, this, and I quote, For one to truly care about reproductive rights, getting more schools to support comprehensive sex education should elicit just as much activism, advocacy, and financial support as abortion policy and other reproductive health issues. While Republicans, Democrats, evangelical leaders, and irreligious activists battle over the future of abortion in America, they should all be able to find common ground around the idea that we should be providing young people with the tools that will make them less likely to have an unplanned pregnancy in the first place, regardless of the circumstances and communities in which they are born. These are not my words. These are the words of Kelly Goff, who writes for the Los Angeles Times. And this from the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists Committee on Adolescent Health Care. And I quote, Studies have demonstrated that comprehensive sexuality education programs reduce the rates of sexual activity, sexual risk behaviors, especially in the number of partners and unprotected intercourse, sexually transmitted infections, and adolescent pregnancy. What a novel idea. In a country where reproductive health clinics are on almost every corner and sex education is available in all schools, it is time to make abortion an archaic, brutal, and outdated approach to birth control. Borders. <laughs> Borders present a real problem to education since millions are allowed to enter this country without the government weighing the consequences. Ferris.org, that's F-A-I-R-U-S dot org, estimates that it currently costs public schools just over $78 billion, that's a billion dollars, to serve the burgeoning population based on data from the 2020. Currently, 5.1 million students, or more than 10% of all students in American public schools, are designated as LEP, Limited English Proficiency. Despite this, only 370,000 teachers hold the proper certifications to adequately educate them, according to the U.S. Department of Education. It is estimated that at least 76,000 additional teachers are needed to pr properly educate this cohort over the next five years. Currently, more than 100,000 instructors are acting as LEP teachers despite lacking the proper certification. Solution. It's simple. Enforce the border laws which are already in place. Finding root causes, creating cheap labor, and ignoring the chaos of our infrastructures only postpones the remedy. 
show up at the ballot box and change the direction this country is headed. Our children are depending on you. Christians. Christians are the most persecuted in the world, but the subjugation of Christian children in America's public schools is not a popular topic. According to gotquestions.org, and I quote, many parents are at odds with public school systems. These parents worry that government-run public schools are a stronghold for political correctness, secular humanism, so-called wokeism, and radical leftist indoctrination that will undermine the Judeo-Christian values they wish to pass on to their children. Public schools are to serve children of all faiths and of no faith. And classrooms are to remain free of bias concerning matters of religion, but a growing number of Christian moms and dads believe public schools are becoming openly hostile to the values, beliefs, and doctrines expressed in scripture. Solution. No child should ever feel disenfranchised in America's schools. The time is now for returning to the subjects which will prepare our children for real life and real world situations. Stop funding the, stop the funding of the ideologues and the institutions who preach, preach socialistic ideas, especially those generating from teachers' colleges. Demand transparency in every classroom. Encourage parents to become an integral part of their children's education. Debt. Debt is the very definition of America's schools. Where else can a country spend $192 billion on education and show such poor national testing results? Since public schools are funded by the government, deficit spending can only make public school funding more challenging each year. In 2022, the federal government spent 28.7% more than it collected. And then there's the elephant in the room, addressing the $1.5 trillion in federal student loan debt. The last week in June helped take that elephant out of the room, at least for a moment. Solution. The U.S. Supreme Court has turned debt responsibility back to students. However, there must be a watchdog approach as the president himself vowed to, and I quote, stop at nothing to find other ways to deliver relief, unquote. Well, here are some ideas, Mr. President. Stop the rising costs of post-secondary education. Encourage students to attend technical schools which cost less and take less time to finish. Our youth need to better understand that there is a relationship between work and rewards, and that there is a contractual meaning of paying for an education. We are not a socialistic country yet. Education. Education is failing, but not in every school. Solution, find and research schools who are attracting students through their success. One such school is Liberty Common in Fort Collins, Colorado. That's Liberty Common in Fort Collins, Colorado. It is a classically oriented K-12 charter public school that just completed its 25th year. 
Students have performed either at or near the top as determined by various metrics. According to headmaster Bob Schaffer, the school success spans the entire history of the school. And on my blog, I have it hyperlinked so that you can read the entire article about Liberty Common. It's really quite illuminating. Fentanyl. Fentanyl is an illegal synthetic drug and the use of it must be stopped. Remember the days of just say no? Well, they are gone, probably forever. Solution. The U.S. government needs to take a stance against China and Mexico's cartels as the chief purveyors of this death narcotic. Drug indictments, real prison consequences, and making accountable the Chinese companies who foster the making of this substance must be put into place immediately. Stop the trade with any country willing to kill off our population. Ultimately, this challenge can only be met by a new administration with a proactive stance, using all resources available to stop the annihilation of our population, and especially of our youth. Girls. Girls can become boys, and boys can become girls. The sexualization of our young children is corrupting the educational environment. What teacher wants to work in an atmosphere of scrambled pronouns, fad-like gender fluidity, and the controversial keeping of secrets from their students' parents? In a time when attracting teachers is challenging with low pay, artificial curriculum, and disrespectful children, why would America's schools want to make it any more unattractive to teach. Solution. Teachers are not psychologists or medical doctors. It's time to remove the gender bender discussions and books from the classroom. Children must be treated by those who understand the dysphoria. Many of my gay high school students are now in straight relationships. Some are married and some even with children. All students must take that sexuality journey from puberty to adulthood unabated. I knew two things for sure in high school as a senior. I would never become a teacher and I wanted nothing to do with my music training. I spent 46 years as a music educator. I am grateful no one came into my life and tried to tell me I was correct in my early assumptions. America's classrooms were never designed to be a quick fix to gender reassignment or lifetime decisions, nor should they be. And finally, homeless. 23% of homeless students must repeat a grade compared to 1.5% of non-homeless students. Solution. Mayors who throw their hands up in despair and blame the federal government for the problems created by the mayor's own policies must be voted out of office. Chronic homelessness is about mental health, about jobs, finding affordable housing. Again, look to those states who have all but ended homelessness, North Dakota, Wyoming, and Mississippi. United to End Homelessness, which is an organization, began its mission to end homelessness in the state of Mississippi by providing the homeless population with appropriate housing, a connection to a community resource, 
while stabilizing clients during the transitional period. Well, everyone, that does it for part one. Stay tuned for part two. And please remember, I do not intend these solutions to appear as a perfect quick fix. There is no such thing. But for the sake of brevity, I only express a portion of what might be the total answer to the problems facing our education system. The American government likes to throw money at problems and then ignorantly prattle when the problems continue to worsen. We desperately need nonpartisan, unbiased problem solvers in our leadership positions. Where do we find such folk? The future leaders are honed in America's classrooms. It appears the well is dry for such leadership, but I assure you it is not. What is missing is an educational system which grows leaders, entrepreneurs, and at the same time encourages a moral compass. Viable answers for betterment of our public schools, admin, teachers, and students are published in Rescue the Teacher, Save the Child. You can find the link to that book uh, on the blog site. And again, I encourage you to uh, leave a comment and share this podcast. Uh, stay tuned for part two, America's 21st Century Alphabet of Axioms. Go out and make it a great day.